My guest today is Jeff Ramos. He's here to talk about his review of Dragon Ball Fighters. My name is Justin McElroy, and you're listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Jeff, I don't know why my voice broke like a Peter Brady while <laughs> saying the name of the program. I just I don't think know you're why that occurred. very excited to hear all about the world of Dragon Ball. So I've got a lot of time to eat up and not many questions. So I'm just going to start with like, what's the story of Dragon Ball? Like what happened there? So in the world, of, it's really weird. So in the world of Dragon Ball, Goku and all his friends just oh. magically fall asleep. Just getting comfy and you just do your thing, Jeff. Hoops has I mean, got that's some what... emails I got to check and uh, you just go ahead and just blaze on through. Don't skip a moment of that great anime action. Yeah, so yeah, this story about people who fight each other starts with everyone falling asleep. Um, and then you as a player are actually magically transported inside the belly of Goku and you control Goku. <laughs> Okay. I'm like, like, swear to God, Justin, this is the video oh, you're game not, that I played. You're okay. So then I was Goku Justin. Finally. The, wait, his name was Goku Justin? Finally. <laughs> yeah. Finally, they give him a last name. Does I him played justice. as the, the titular Goku Justin, and uh, then as Goku Justin, you have to find all your other friends and fight clones of yourself and all of your friends and figure okay. out how the heck this all happened. Oh, whoa. Okay. Is now is that the the story of the Dragon Ball world if I remember from the NES game I played is Goku's looking for seven magical wish granting orbs. Is that about the size of it? That's a sort of overall premise of every Dragon Ball, but this specifically, you're not you don't have access to the Dragon Balls here. This seems is like a, that's a missed opportunity. In the story, but yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's it's more like your journey as Goku Justin that really is the point of the story mode. There's I mean there's other modes. It's not all just waking up your friends from a long nap. It's not all that rich. It's not just rich narrative. What uh kidding aside, what is your sort of level of familiarity going into this review with the Dragon Ball canon? Passing, I think is it you know, I've I've been aware of Dragon Ball, I've watched bits of it here and there, read a little bit of the comics, uh Strina from high school till now. So I'm I'm aware of the overall scheme of it and like not to minimize the story, but it's mostly like the Dragon Ball. Something happens and that's why they need the Dragon Balls. Like maybe one of their friends dies and so it's this journey to grab the ball to bring back their friend and in amidst among all that you need to get stronger. Okay. That's it. That's that's mostly and it, and you know in the in the world of shonen manga and anime that's sort of the premise for most of them. It's a journey to get stronger to achieve goal X, Y, and Z. Okay. Um. Now, but you f do you feel like you missed much um in in playing without a huge like sort of awareness of Dragon Ball? Do you feel like you missed out? There's uh, bits. So yeah, a bits of it in the story mode. There's there's a lot of like little references or places they name or things that have happened that they mention that I think are sort of like you know elbow nudges to the fans who've played or who have been familiar with the franchise up until that point. Mm -hmm. So there's there's certainly that I've missed. And a cool thing about in the story mode is when you do get new characters in your roster that 
you can change your roster on the fly in story mode. And so in some cases, in the beginning of matches, those those characters will like interact with one another. At least from what I've figured out is that some of these characters typically are never together. So seeing some guys who have never stood side by side interact with one another and fight with one another for the first time, you get these like little cheeky moments between them where they're sort of like sizing each other up or like making fun of one another. And I think at least for fans, that's going to be one of the most interesting parts of going through story mode is seeing like these sort of what if moments happening. Um, and I, I was really intrigued by something uh, in your review. You said that... Um all the move sets like control wise are the same from character to character um does that I, and i know you have some fighting game proficiency uh do you feel like that dumbs things down too much or or is it a is it a solid choice i think it's really good especially you know i think a lot of people coming to the game are obviously going to be people like me who love fighting games and see this as you know a new thing to chew on i think a lot of just dragon ball fans or anime fans might dive into this and I'd imagine not all of them are as skilled in fighting games or can deal with the complicated aspects of fighting games. I think it's a really good entry point. I think it's thinking about it. I feel like Dragon Ball Fighters is between is in the middle of, of like a more party centric fighting game, like say a Smash Brothers, and something more complicated like Guilty Gear. I think it sits in the middle. Mm -hmm. um, and at least for me, yeah, it was really fun to like. You know, I, I went through training mode. I went through all the moves as Goku, Justin, and then. Literally, every, as I went through all of them, I'm like, oh, I, I already kind of know how to do this, and it's cool, because the gimmicks of each character are different, and I think that's what's going to be, the, so even though you're doing the same sort of commands, what that character does and the timing you might need to use or the kind of combos you have access to are totally different. It's just the mechanics of it are similar. Uh, Jeff, the, uh, the review is sort of open-ended. I guess you would call it a review in progress is our terminology. Mm -hmm. um, but with a, a fighting game, it is by its nature a little more open-ended. I think we talked about this maybe a little bit uh, during the Lawbreakers episode of Quality Control. How with a fighting game do you, uh, as, a, uh, as, a, as a critic, get to a point where you feel like, hey, all right, I'm ready to write this review. How do you, how do you know that you're there? So the only thing that was really missing from my playtime was being able to play against other people. And so the online component was not available for, you know, for my time in review because the game's not live yet. So for me, that's going to be a big aspect of it because after you get through the training mode and arcade mode and arcade mode, uh, uh, sorry, all those things, like the only thing that's left is online and sort of practicing and playing this game for months and years in the future. So the big thing for me at this point is how well that's going to be. Um, so the way online works or the way the actual menus work in this game is a lobby. There's no menu screen. You're actually in this sort of 3D lobby where you have to like literally walk to arcade mode, walk to training mode, walk to online mode. And then once you get into online mode, you're then set into a different lobby with other online players. And from there, you can do your ranked matches, casual matches and things like that. And so that's a little bit different system. Guilty Gear's done it. Other Arc System Works uh, titles have done it. But if that isn't good, if the net play isn't good, if you know, if it's hard to do rank matches, if people are cheating, if that's that's the thing that makes the game last, and that's what keeps those games strong. And if that's not good, that's that's definitely going to change my opinions of the game. I mean, there it is. Uh, we got a uh, actually a surprising number of questions from listeners. I shouldn't say surprising. That's cruel. I know this is a popular uh, franchise. Franchise. Uh, uh, yeah. James wants to know, given how long it takes for the characters to power up in the Z anime, 
Do you actually get to fight at all, or do your characters just stand screaming at each other until the timer runs out and inevitably ends up in a tie every time? <laughs> I really wish that was a game. Uh, so there's actually a few things. So it, like like fighting games, you have like a super meter that charges up uh, various levels. So there's actually um, a button combination you can press to charge up, and you actually charge up pretty quickly. So you, there's like seven levels of uh, super bar you can keep up, and you can actually get that charge to seven in a couple seconds. Obviously, that leaves you wide open. But you can do your little screaming charge. Um, a lot of those things are also gained through just co the combo system. So you can actually gain meter pretty quickly, which is fun. So, you know, I, I guarantee some people will have fun with that, charging their meters up in the middle of the match, yelling at each other. But um, there's so much to do and there's so much complexity to the simple control scheme that building meter for supers is not too much of an issue. But I think seeing people try to do that in a tournament or in the middle of a serious fight will be pretty hilarious to watch. Um, here's a serious question from TK. Does it have Goku? <laughs> Not only does it have Goku, there's multiple Gokus in this game. <laughs> Goku. That's the there's, plural. Actually, yeah. it's weird. Goku is the plural of Goku. Yeah, a flock of Gokus in this game. <laughs> there's, there's, there's Goku with the blonde hair. There's Goku with the blue hair. There's Goku with the pink hair. Um... I uh, want to hear about all the other colors of hair that are <laughs> sported by Goku in this program, but we do have to take a quick break to tell you about Zip Recruiter. Uh, a new year means new people for your organization. You want to find the best, uh, 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 the best folks for the job, uh, but it's hard to do. Luckily, Zip Recruiter is there to make it easy. Uh, Zip Recruiter. Uh, posts your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click, and then it actively looks for the most qualified candidates and invites them to apply. It's no wonder that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. ZipRecruiter is simply the smartest way to hire. And right now, our listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right. You heard me. For free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash control. That address one more time, Zip recruiter slash control you know some podcasts put you to sleep but hopefully ours doesn't because this is an ad for mattress firm a store where you can go to buy a mattress to sleep on and there's a lot of them from what i've heard there's probably one near you uh, uh, mattress firm is a a great place to buy a mattress and uh it's america's neighborhood mattress store and you can even sleep on your bed for 120 nights to ensure that it's the right mattress for you you know you need to you're gonna spend a lot of time sleeping you should make sure you do it on the finest mattress and why not go to a big box where there's a bunch of them to lie on uh you know you don't even need to buy one they won't judge just bring your blanket pillow Mug of hot cocoa, sleep mask, your uh, melatonin, whatever you need, and uh, just sack out at Mattress Firm. Tell them, and if they castle you there, say Justin said it was fine. Head to mattressfirm.com slash podcast and slurt. <laughs> oh, no. Don't slurt. Start. Sleeping better today, tonight, or wherever you're tired. Mattress firm. Yeah, we got mattresses. That's the tagline they have on here, which seems strange to me. So thank you to our uh, our sponsors. Um, I got to hear some more about Goku currently. 
This is a good episode of a podcast. I'm just going to say, a lot of people won't call that out 11 minutes and 44 seconds into an episode, but I'm going to say, this is a good episode. Of... It features a lot of Goku. We, uh, we, like I said, we have other questions. Uh, this one is uh, from Tom, that, and it was echoed by Austin Walker, and it is, why did, did they add a capital Z at the end if they just want us to call it Fighters? So the Z now, is was that part... your decision, Jeff, or? Yeah, I decided to put it in the game. They asked me prior to the game's launch if, like, where should the Z go? They sort of had extra spaces hanging out, and I said, slap it on the end. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, they have to understand how confusing that is when the thing is called Dragon Ball Z, and they do go through the effort of capitalizing the letter. It is a I... lot. I think so what happened was someone accidentally copy-pasted the word fighters in the middle of Dragon Ball Z, and it looked good. They've, they also, they've also opened a huge door for hilarious video game critics to put a deck on their review of, like, Dragon Ball fighters Z, 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 if it had been, like, boring. You know what I mean? Like, sleep-inducing? Well, the sequel's going to be F Dragon Ball fighters double <laughs> Z, Z. Z, Z. And then if we get to enough sequels, eventually the pun will just write itself. Yeah. Uh, do you think the gap between this is from Gabe? Do you think the gap between people who played more accessible games like Xenoverse or the Budokai games and people who play fighting games is high enough that they won't be able to overcome it? So there's a few things. So I, like I said in the review, there's uh, I think there's enough stuff that will make depending on like who you're playing with. I think you'll have a good enough experience if you're playing with people who are a little bit more on the casual side of fighting games. I think there's still a lot to offer. Um, so in most fighting games now, there's like auto combos, which I didn't mention this in the review, uh, but I think I will when I update it to kind of talk more about online. Um, there's auto combos in the game. And um, a game like Marvel vs. Capcom, which I mentioned in that, is, you know, there's this one auto combo you can do, and it's pretty simple. And it doesn't feel flashy. It feels pretty good, but not flashy. In fighters, there's more than one actually auto combo. So there's a light auto combo, a heavy auto combo, a fancy auto combo so you actually have a little bit more options you can also auto combo you can trigger that auto combo at any time so if you hit someone in the air and you do the auto combo thing which is just pressing light punch or medium attack you'll still do it so if you even if you're kind of a button masher this game actually in a way rewards that even if you're mashing all sorts of buttons so you you'll still feel good and everything looks so wild that you'll feel competent and you'll feel like you're actually putting up an uh, an interesting looking fight if not a technically interesting one so i think that's fine and for people who are really into fighting games there's so much complexity in the other moves like mid character combo switching and the little vanishing move that they always do in the show where the guy appears behind the guy and kicks him in the head so there's a lot there i think it's i think it's dependent on what your your competition pool is like and i think you'll be able to match them pretty quickly even if i played with someone who doesn't play fighting games i still feel like that person will feel competent or confident enough to feel like they're not going to you know, get the floor uh, wiped. <laughs> they won't be beaten up. Uh, there is a question here from Aiden who says, is there a mode where you can infinitely dunk on Yamcha? And Yamcha, if you don't know, is of course the original protagonist of the Dragon Ball series. If you ever see someone in the show that looks like uh, they have hair like uh, Linda Ronstadt in the 70s, <laughs> that is Yam Yamcha. Yeah. Yum yeah. And, uh, um, is is he in it? Yeah, he's in. It. He actually he's actually one of the first character, uh, one of the first few characters you get in story mode, and I think that person will be very happy with how he is treated in story mode. 
perfect. Well, that sounds that sounds that's very enticing. I bet. Um, uh, this question is from AJ. It's two questions. Uh, how do you see the longevity of this game in terms of the fighting game community? And two, can you fly in this game? Now, I don't know AJ, but I assume the answer to the second one will inform the feasibility of the first question. But go on. Uh, yeah, so actually, with the funny thing <laughs> about flying, there are two, uh, well, technically three different buttons you can press where you can do some flying actions. Um, so there's a lot of that in the game because, you know, so many moves knock a character far away. So there's a lot of buttons you can actually press to follow up and chase after them or fly into people's faces if they're blocking too much. So there's, there's actually a lot of that in the game if you want the fun flying action. Uh, in terms of longevity, it's it comes down to, a lot. I think, a lot of what other what's sort of now the norm in online games is that they need to release new characters, which I think the world of Dragon Ball has plenty of. The roster is already pretty strong. It starts with like 21 characters, and then there's three more that are unlockable throughout gameplay, just out of the box. So that's that's already a pretty strong cast of characters. They need to add more, probably, and I think there's a lot there. Um, even with all the fusion characters, which kind of adds more, there's only one fusion character in the game. So I think just even adding those will keep ca uh, fans excited. And I think, yeah, there's just so many characters that I feel like are not quote-unquote missing, but just can eventually be in the game that I think with each new inclusion, fans will just get more excited to keep playing it. And um, yeah, I don't think they need to add much else. Like, you know, other games that add like alternate costumes and things like that. I just really think people are going to want more characters to play as. Uh, perfect. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for talking to me about this uh, uh, entertainment product. Uh, that's all the, the words there are to say about it. So we've reached the end of our program. It seems to happen to us every week. Uh, if you want to read Jeff's review, you can go to polygon.com and enjoy it there. There's lots of great pictures of Goku. And uh, you, can, um, you can read a lot of other stuff at polygon.com. Some of it has Goku, some of it doesn't. I make no promises as to the Goku content of the uh, the other articles on our website. Uh, but that's going to do it for us for this week. So uh, for Jeff Ramos, my name is Justin McElroy, and thank you for listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Quality Control.